gentlemen, if you don't know, you won't know. You are right back into the best podcast out there right now. I'm your boy, Dangerous Duke Duncan. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And we are the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. We just out here putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to discuss. This is going to be a fun one. I'm real excited for it. I know you are as well. We're going to kick it off with the wrestler of the pod. And Stevie Jobber, you have the honors. All right, special wrestler of the pod today. Uh, another guy I've been following for quite a while. Somebody I've been keeping in the stash. Um, guy's name is Kobe Durst. Oh yeah, okay. You heard of him? Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, like I don't, I haven't watched all of a lot of his stuff, but I've actually, he's one of the few uh, indie guys I've heard of. Yeah, very good, especially on the hardcore side of things. You know, we're from Philly, so hardcore means a whole lot to us. Yeah, I, w- I wonder why I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wrestled for uh, Alpha One Wrestling. He's wrestled for uh, C4 Wrestling. Um, he's been a tag team champ. Uh, he's been a singles world champ. Good guy to watch. Good in-ring talent. I mean, just follow the guy on Instagram. He's pile-driving guys through ladders. Mm-hmm. All types of crazy stunts, man. He's... He's really good. He's uh, been attracting some really good names. Ethan Page, I saw, uh, shouted him out once. So go follow the guy, Kobe Durst. Really good, really hardcore, man. Sounds like my kind of guy, man. That's somebody I'm definitely going to have to see some more of. Um, All right, so we're going to kick things off a little differently now. We're going to start with Impact Wrestling this week instead of AEW. Uh, We're going to kick it off with Impact because... Apparently, the word is a lot of the wrestlers over there right now are loving the environment, which is kind of like a weird thing when you think about it. But it's great for Impact because you you notice the last few years, Impact hasn't really been a hot spot for talent. Like most of them just go there if they get fired and they really just need a place to go. But it feels like a lot of people are actually liking the environment now. Yeah, it was um, it was a little bit unwatchable, and it kind of a you know. Oh yeah, definitely a was at of, one point. A bit of a a joke for a second there, yeah, not so, to be harsh. So but. I don't know what it is, whether it's you know just the talent wanting to prove something to people or management just doing the right things by their people, but it feels like it's a great uh, a great environment um, yeah they they've come a long way from not being able to find them on cable or yeah. watching them on the guide channel i mean it's still a little tough to find them on cable but even even if you can't find them on cable i know i still find myself just hopping on youtube looking them up and seeing what their stuff is because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh rhino recently did an interview and rhino said that uh it has the old ecw type of feel to it the guys in the locker room are having fun. They're enjoying what they're doing. And the management apparently is treating them pretty well. So that's that's a good thing, especially from a guy like Rhino, mm-hmm. who's been in many different locker rooms. He's been all over the place, all over the world, a bunch of different promotions. And right he's now... Be a governor. Yeah, be a governor, yeah. And he said he's having probably some of the most fun he's had in a long time. Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, they're getting some good vets back. They're still pushing the young guys. Mm-hmm. It's like it was supposed to be back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and that was another thing, too. Um, Gallows and Anderson, uh, they they actually said they want to retire with impact. I don't know if that was just, like, you know, a cheap sell because they're mm-hmm. there now or if they really mean it. But, again, those are two guys. Literally, any locker room you can think of, they've been there. WWE, mm-hmm. New Japan, Ring of Honor. They've 
uh, gone everywhere except for AEW. Yeah. Yeah. But right now they're saying that they want to retire in Impact, and that speaks volumes, at least to me. Yeah, thinking about um the different places they've been, the different locker rooms, the different uh, paychecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's yeah. been times that they've been making top dollar, and then there's times they've been making chump change compared mm-hmm. to professional wrestling. Um, so I actually find that really interesting, and kudos to Impact for uh, doing right by their talent and actually making a product that people want to be a part of and people want to see grow. Yeah, I'm loving the resurgence, man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Ever since Slammiversary, I've been keeping my eyes on them heavy. Yeah. And, and they haven't been letting me down. Yeah, they really haven't. I mean, and that's literally when it, I think when it started, probably a little bit before Slammiversary. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason all that talent wanted to come over. Because it kind of gave me the, um, it kind of gave me those, uh, those NWO vibes when they mm-hmm. left WWE and they went over to, uh, WCW. It's kind of like that, uh, that, hey, screw you, we're out. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what they did. The six guys took a picture, and every single one of them was doing the middle finger. So it's just, it feels like they're proving, they're trying to prove something, and they're having fun in the process. Because most of the guys that left haven't been having fun beforehand. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, I think as long as they stick to um, the formula that they're going with right now, is, you know, you... you you stay strong on your vets, but you make sure to push the new guys that you got there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm still loving uh, Jordan Grace being there. She was one of the indie people I watched before mm-hmm. uh, Impact. Before we, if if we had started this pod maybe um, a year ago, I'm sure she'd have made wrestler of the pod. Of course, now she doesn't exactly qualify because yeah, she's you know because she's on a major show, but. She was one of those people I was heavily watching, and she's had a long reign as Impact Women's uh, Knockouts Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rascals, of course, are my guys. Yeah, it's good to see the young guys getting put over, but also seeing the vets taking the place, and yeah. you know, having somebody to rely on when you're not sure what to do with the young guys yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's good to see that they're in that place where everyone's getting good tv time everyone's um being taken seriously yeah and everyone's having fun yeah yeah and that's the most important because if they're not having fun with it it's going to resonate and we're not going to have fun watching it exactly so big ups to them for doing what they're doing um and also this was some news to me and i was kind of excited to hear it of all the people going to impact the rock yes i said that right dwayne johnson the rock is going to go to Impact. Do you think Vince called him? <laughs> what, about going to Impact? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, he called The Undertaker for showing up at a, at an event AEW was at. <laughs> All right, well, I, I feel I'm, like he might have called The Rock. I'm going to spoil that for you because The Rock's going to Impact, but he's not really going to Impact. No? No, basically what's going to happen... The Rock versus Eric Young is not happening? No, The Rock versus I, Eric Young is not happening. I thought that was it, Bound for Glory. No, the basically, and basically what's Young. going down is Ken Shamrock is getting inducted into Impact's Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. And he sent a message out saying he wants The Rock to induct him. Mm-hmm. Do like a greeting or an intro or some sort. Mm-hmm. And The Rock agreed, so The Rock is going to film something for Ken Shamrock's induction and it's going to be aired on Impact. Nice. So he's not going to Impact to wrestle, but he's going to pop up on Impact programming and do his little speech for Ken Shamrock. 
Got it. I still found that odd, though. I don't know how he's going to show up, whether it's... I was wondering how close Ken Shamrock was with The Rock that he could just ask him for that big of a favor. Well, apparently because I thought the same thing. Like, okay, they never really did interviews outside. Yeah, I never got the vibe that Ken Shamrock and The Rock were, like... But apparently when they had their uh, when they had their little path crossing way back when, uh, Ken Shamrock said that him and The Rock working together is the most fun he's had in the business. So he said The Rock always resonated with him and The Rock was always there for him in the company when not a lot of people weren't. Mm. So that's why he said uh, he wants The Rock to be a part of it in some type of capacity because of how much... He respects them and how many times they went up and down the roads together. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool, Ken Shamrock, and pretty pretty cool to rock, too, to actually agree to do it. Yeah, these things hold a lot of weight, you know, the times you have with the guys in the back. and mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's the most unlikely of characters, like uh, Haku, Rikishi, and uh, The Undertaker. Yeah, because I, I Nobody would have thought. Yeah, but. nobody would have thought that Undertaker was cool or Rikishi. But so, my, yeah. my question is, when he does his video... Is he going to say his name is The Rock? Or is he going to say his name is Dwayne Johnson? Well, I got to believe he owns The Rock. <laughs> I got to believe that's trademarked to him. Or or is he going to do what he did when he first started getting big in movies and going Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> so I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, if he does own The Rock, maybe he can do it. But that's still going to be weird seeing The I Rock. I just wonder if Vince is going to call him. Like, hey, uh, I think what are you Rock, doing? Uh, what I think you, The Rock is probably... What's going on here, I think man? Rock is probably one of the few people that can do whatever the hell he wants and yes. not have no wrong. Yeah. Because even Taker popped up somewhere one time, and it was an issue. Mm-hmm. But Taker was a WWE guy his, almost his whole, his whole life. Mm-hmm. Rock was too, but Rock left and started doing movies. So maybe that's why Rock has a little bit more leeway. Yeah. I kind of feel like it would be like if, uh, damn, I can't even say it would be like if John went and did something else because I think John would get his that's, ass chewed I feel out like that's that. a totally different situation. Yeah, I think Rock is just so polarizing and popular that, and he he, he, he mean, left early. Like when he yeah. left, you thought he had at least ten more years in the tank of wrestling, yeah, and yeah. he just and the the Rock's how old now? Uh. Is he around AJ Styles' age? Yes. That, oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think he's older than AJ, but he's he's around the age. So, I mean, d- technically, he could have still been doing this. Yeah. But here's a, you got a point there. I don't think Vince, I think there's a certain um, understanding between The Rock and Vince that, um, you know, WWE is my home, mm-hmm. but you don't own me. You don't know what I am. You know what I mean? I, I mean, he left at the very top. Yeah, he did. And then he became the very top of the, move, of the Hollywood industry. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't call. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> I, Vince... I, I, I would just let Rock I feel like Rock. Vince might not understand and, like, and just, you know... Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> I, think that, I think that it's fine because it's not like he's going there to wrestle or... Hop yeah. up on yeah. TV in person. Yeah. He's literally doing what he did with John. He's bringing it live via satellite, and that's just, that's mm-hmm. not really something that's overly crazy. So, I think I think it could happen. Yeah, I, I, think, I, actually, be, I think it'll be acceptable. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll be okay with it. And if he if he's not okay with it at first, maybe Hunter can talk him down. 
Yeah, because that's that's not a ledge you want to jump off. Yeah. All right, so now... I like it. You like it? We're going to jump into... We're going to jump into AEW. We're going to start with the Cody hair change. How you feeling on that? Um... Well, this is the Cody we know. Yeah, it's it's w it's not WWE Cody, but it's the same kind of it's, style. It's he the had. Cody we know. Uh, it's it's um, I miss the blonde hair because it reminds you of his dad every time you see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's like he's 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 uh, he he looks like a daddy's boy with the blonde hair. You know what I mean? Like he's Cody. Looks like a daddy's he's, boy. He's Cody, but he's still like Dusty's son with the whole American nightmare mm-hmm. thing. Um, so going back to the black hair, you know, it gives you a different type of feel. I guess it's his, um, as I'm looking at the pop wall that we have up, <laughs> it's his like reverse Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like his, uh, I, I feel like his brutal, his brutal, his cactus jack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like that, uh. This was his way of becoming more badass. Like, yeah, he was yeah. like, "All right, yeah, you got, you guys tested me. You gave me that ass whooping. Yeah, now the real American nightmare is coming. Yeah, this was the cut the shit, Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- yeah, this is Bullet Club, Cody. Yeah, it's yeah. what it felt like. It felt like Bullet Club, Cody. I like it, and everyone in Bullet Club is getting a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So, it's time. Except for Marty, but except you know, for Marty. where's Marty? <laughs> I love him, but where is he? Um, so there's a match that has my interest, and I want your thoughts on it, because one of your boys is in it. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's going to be a match between Darby Allen and Ricky Starks. I kind of, me personally, I was a fan of Ricky Starks when he was, um, when he was wrestling with, what's that guy's name? Um, Aaron's, Aaron Solo, uh, Bailey's boyfriend. Okay. Um, that was literally that guy's nickname when he was doing his uh, WWE tryout tapes he was like people are gonna know me as more than Bailey's boyfriend but I always felt like uh, Ricky Starks was the better of the two um, yeah I mean who's the other guy he's just Bailey's yeah fake S.A. boyfriend. he's just Bailey's boyfriend yeah that that's all he'll ever be um but I actually, I actually want to see this match. I feel like it's going to be an interesting match. Ricky Starks is a solid worker in the ring. Darby Allen is a great worker in the ring. And I think Ricky Starks, when it, when the nitty gets gritty, he can he's not going to be as crazy as Darby Allen, but I feel like he can pull out some stuff and actually be a little crazy like Darby. Well, they're both uh, young, risk-taking guys. Mm-hmm. Starks looks a little more uh, polished. Sparks, yeah. Starks? Am I mm-hmm. Starks? Is it Starks? Yeah, Ricky Starks. I want to make sure it's right. Because um, I got, I said Sparks last time in the last pod, so I want to make sure Sparkly. it's Sparkly. Right. Um, so Starks looks a little more polished. You know, his his high flying's a little closer to Luchador, but... Yeah. Um, he kind of gives good me... talent. He gives me, um... He gives me, like, John Morrison vibes, but not as, not as like, flippy. Like, he still yeah, high yeah, flies, yeah. but yeah, he, he kind of, he's not as... He's not as good at it as uh, John Morrison, but I still mm-hmm. get those vibes. Yeah. So and and I saw his uh, his imitation of Darby Allen in one of those one of those promos he cut. So I, he's a good talker. He's a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good bad guy. Okay. And uh, Darby's my guy, so I'll be rooting for Darby Allen. But 
Oh. I think you're right. I think it's going to be an interesting match, a good clash of styles. I think they're going to really put on a show if they uh, if they get the the good solid like fifteen twenty minutes they need. Yeah. They can really show you something. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I like Ricky Starks. Um, if again, like you said earlier about the um, the chick you were talking about, if we did this podcast a year ago, mm-hmm. she'd have been a wrestler of the pod. Mm-hmm. If we did this a year ago, Ricky Starks would have been a wrestler of the pod for me. So I feel like this is I, I'm gonna like this match. I'm a, I like Ricky Starks, but I still got Darby winning. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's the face thing to do. <laughs> um. So yeah, I got that, and then something I know you're excited for is this Eddie Kingston push. Yeah, yeah, man. So I want to know what makes you so excited about this Eddie Kingston push. Uh, the Mad King. He's hilarious to describe. Mm-hmm. But his rawness is amazing to see. Okay. It's funny to describe him as someone who's never seen him before. Yeah. A lot of times I say, uh, imagine taking um, a, a, a Latin gangster right off the street and throwing him in a wrestling ring. That's Eddie Kingston. Okay. So, <laughs> so he, so and he would fit would in. And people would laugh at first. He and, would fit in with LAX perfectly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, which is funny because I just saw a, a picture on Instagram of him with um, the Pride and the Powerful, who were formerly LAX. But that's basically what he, he it's like taking a, a Latin gangster off the streets and throwing him in the ring. <laughs> and it's funny to describe, and most people laugh when you say it. But if you show them a clip of him talking, they always go like, whoa, that's not wrestling talk. Well, yeah, cause I, because you told me that before, and I started watching him a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I like this dude. He's got, I mean, he's got some talent to him. He's definitely, yeah, yeah. he's definitely a name to watch out for. I feel like within the next year or so, he'll be a world champion or he'll be contending for a world championship. I feel championship. like he has to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has to be. And I mean, honestly, he might do it now, but it, it all yeah. depends on how they book him and how the fans are perceiving him at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he comes in, he almost wins the mid-card title. I mean, I know they don't say it's a mid-card title, but the yeah. TNT Championship is a mid-card title. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and he's cut great promos ever since. Um, he's now got his, he's got himself a faction within, like, the few short months that he's been here. Yeah, which was With crazy. some of the top guys. Yeah, that's actually crazy when you think about it. Yeah, and they all kind of fit his mold, too. Yeah, like very the, rough, rugged, hardcore. Um, even though the Lucha Bros are, you know, polished Lucha wrestling, mm-hmm. um, I feel like Pentagon Junior fits in perfectly with his persona. Yeah, and Phoenix feeding off of that, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it just works. It all fits well. Like nothing feels too forced. Exactly. It all feels like it happened organically, and his promos, you just believe them. Mm-hmm. They're so raw, and it feels like they don't give him a script at all. It feels like, you know, they might hit him up, like, what's your idea for this week? Yeah. And he's like, I just want to go out there and tell everybody what we're about. Give me five minutes. Okay. And they just like, all right, you got it. We'll fit you in. You know what I mean? They really kind of let him do his thing, especially with promos. Mm-hmm. Because he sounds like nobody else. You know how most people are have are scripted? You know, some people that watch wrestling all their life are kind of doing, like, basic wrestling promo. Eddie's, like, Eddie's talking to you like you're like you're from where he's from. Yeah. 
and it's it's authentic it's raw he's throwing a lot of cuss words in there mm-hmm. and he's it, it, he's saying stuff that breaks the fourth wall side like kind of which is always funny when he cut the promo on moxley he literally comes out before um before me before uh before miro is even gone mm-hmm. he's walking out there stone face he gets in the ring and he's like don't cut away from me, camera one. I'm looking right at you. Like, who says that? He's you know what taking, I mean? He's not taking no shit in this COVID era. He like, ain't doing seriously. nothing. He can't, he's not with the bullshit. He's out here to to to, to get his shit off and fight. Mm-hmm. And I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's, it's definitely something to watch. It really is interesting because I feel like he's one of the few people right now that are... He's not new, but he's like newer to TV. Yeah. yeah. And... He's actually doing pretty well at it. So I, I'm interested in seeing where it goes, how long it takes before he starts getting his titles and his mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's definitely interesting. I feel like within the next year or so, he'll get that world title, but it definitely might happen sooner. Like there's, I don't see any reason why it couldn't happen that he's the one who takes the title from Moxley. Mm. So only time will tell, but definitely that's somebody to watch for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me, for sure. Um, and also, recently it was who, Lance Archer had, uh, tested positive for COVID-19? Yeah, yeah, it was Lance Archer. Well, now they're saying, uh, there's actually multiple wrestlers that have tested positive. I didn't see a list on the names of who it was, but apparently multiple people have tested positive within the, uh, AEW organization. Damn. I don't know if multiple is, you know, like three, or if it's 13, or if it's... I don't know what number it is. They didn't release a number, but they said multiple people in the last rounds of tests have tested positive. So you know what? Uh, aside from this uh, isolated incident, they haven't had a whole lot of occurrences. Yeah, no, they really haven't. Even Which, even um, WWE, they had a couple. I th- I don't even think it was over ten that people that tested positive for them, and they've been able to contain it fairly well. Well, they've had um, their theirs have been different because it's been like every once in a while there'll be a little outbreak, mm-hmm. um, but most of the main people won't have it. Yeah, like it, it feels and like it'll be staff or somebody. Yeah, but it won't be any major wrestlers. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, there was Renee and there was who who else even had it? That was an actual main I th- wrestler. I think off the top of my head, just Renee. Yeah, everyone else has been staff. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's been reports of major outbreaks at NXT or wherever, it's, it's you, there's never somebody that's consistently on TV. Yeah, and I, I feel like sports as a whole has been doing a fairly a fairly good job of containing uh, the positive test results. Like, mm-hmm. I think baseball was the only major one that was having a little trouble because... Uh, the Miami Marlins had like 19 or 20 people test positive at the same time. Wow. So that's like over half of your starting, that's over half of the active players on your roster right now. Yeah. Um, football, the same thing. Football hasn't had many outbreaks. I think just recently they found out one person in the league has it. That's a player. And that's it. Basketball, yeah, the same way. Yeah. After the first initial people that found out they had it, they've been yeah, they, locked, they, they, they locked it down man. real quick. I mean, they're they're playing in a bubble, literally. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that was that was another crazy thing. Um, they found out one of the dudes brought somebody from outside of the bubble 
inside the bubble. So he had a recorn. Defeating the purpose of the bubble. He had a re- <laughs> Hey, man, he, he was just trying to get a little something, something. But he just had a... He just had to get uh, get off of a quarantine. Yeah. While he was in the bubble, so then he had to re quarantine again. But yeah, for the most part, hopefully everybody in AEW that has it, they can they're able to treat it and get it out of the way and come back to doing what they are what they're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully all the sports as a whole can kind of stop the curve a little bit. Um, so next we got NXT. Uh, I want your thoughts on the women's battle royal because somebody won it, and I was like, uh, "Meh." Like Candice LeRae has earned herself a number one contender spot for the women's title, and honestly, I could not care less. Like I'm, I'm over Candice LeRae at this point. Does the women's division suck? Right now, yes. Like I, I, I would have rather seen a Casey Catanzaro win mm-hmm. instead of Candice LeRae. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing for me, like I don't care that Candice won, but I don't think I would care that anyone won. Well, no, if Rhea won again, I would be interested. Rhea Ripley. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's your girl, though. Well, not even just Rhea. If um, who's this other one? Uh. If Raquel Gonzalez would have won, I would have been interested. It would have piqued my interest. Other than that, not really. I don't think there's anyone else. The last person I was excited to get a shot was uh, Dakota Kai. I wasn't even and excited she, for Dakota. And she lost, but I, I was only I was really only dis- excited for Dakota Kai because um, she's better as a bad guy than she ever was a good guy. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, she had her bodyguard. Always good to have mm-hmm. when you're, especially when you're small. And she's she was a good talent, and she's she's been here a long time. Well, that that was like me. I with, thought she had kind of earned it. I, th- so I, was, I, I thought I that was back. like me with uh, Tegan Knox. Yeah, Tegan yeah. Knox was another one I would have rather seen yeah. get the title shot. I actually I was surprised she didn't win the title. Yeah, I thought it would have yeah. made a hell of a story. Like, okay, she had surgery on both her knees. It was it knees or ACLs? Um, I think it was. ACL. All right, so she she had uh, both ACL surgeries, and then you know she comes back. She's like, I can conquer that. I'm gonna conquer this, and now I'm gonna conquer the women's division. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have to steamroll the women's division by any stretch mm-hmm. of the word, but giving her the title felt like it could have worked. You know, the fans are behind her somewhat. So well, I always felt like Dakota the Dakota Kai Tegan Knox feud would have been something you could take to a major NXT takeover. Yeah, that's definitely... Which is another reason why I wanted Dakota Kai to win. Because Tegan Knox winning is a great story. Mm -hmm. Tegan Knox winning against her Her former former best friend is always... It's a great story. You know what I mean? Beating beating your former best friend for... um, The top women's title. The the top women's title is always a great story to tell. It has the... uh, the Shawn Michael Triple H vibe too. Exactly. It. it it always has a really good element to it. So I thought putting the title on someone who has never held the title before, mm-hmm. who you've never really seen as a title contender until now. Yeah. It would have been good to put it on Dakota, have her get by for for months by the skin of her teeth with her bodyguard, and then around one of the really big takeovers, have Tegan Knox finally qualify. 
or like um, have her keep trying to qualify. Yeah. And have the bodyguard keep taking her out of the running. And so one time she finally outsmarts the bodyguard, gets her shot, and then at the major NXT takeover, it's Dakota Kai versus Tegan Ox. Okay. I felt like they could have built that up into something that mattered. But now it just seems like they're just doing pick of the litter. Yeah, at this point, it really But that's does. what all the women's divisions, really. Mm-hmm. They can't find anybody in, in the women's division in WWE that you really care about being champion. Yeah, it's de- definitely a sad time for uh, women's wrestling right now as a whole, especially when you're making Bailey, who's doing great stuff, hold the belt for, what, a year now? Yeah, it's been about a year. I don't. I don't remember the last person to hold. I think Oscar. Yeah. But uh, there's something else in NXT that has me excited. They're showing my man some respect. They're putting some respect on Kyle O'Reilly's name, and they're giving him that singles push right now. Yeah. I've I've been a big fan of Kyle O'Reilly. I really have. Um, For forever. Yeah. Since Ring like Ring of Honor, I remember. Yeah. Um, me and Reckless Pops were talking. Shout out to Reckless Pops, by the way. Um, we were talking about this, and he was like, why do you think they're giving O'Reilly the push? And I was like, I don't know. I don't care. He's been doing great stuff in NXT since he's got there. Mm-hmm. If you've watched him outside of NXT and Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. other places, that dude has been golden. Mm-hmm. I just recently watched the, uh, the title match he had with Adam Cole, where mm-hmm. he won the Ring of Honor heavyweight title. That match was great. Like he went, he took the hardcore vibes and ran with it, and he did amazing stuff in that match. Yeah, here's one of the things I, I I'm with you on this because um, when Adam Cole, when the undisputed, when the whole undisputed era showed up in the NXT, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really know Bobby Fish at first. I knew Adam Cole, it's Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. No, you, I, I mean uh, Kyle O'Reilly. You said you didn't know Bobby Fish. Yeah, I didn't know Bobby Fish. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't know Bobby Fish at first. Yeah. Um, I knew Reed Dragon, but I couldn't think of the the name of the other guy. Oh, okay. okay. I knew Kyle O'Reilly mostly as for his singles competitions. Mm-hmm. I knew Kyle O'Reilly as Kyle O'Reilly. Like, yeah, oh, this guy. You didn't. You didn't realize that uh, Reed Dragon was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they first popped up, um, I knew Adam Cole. I knew Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Bobby Fish, but I hadn't really seen his work. Yeah, m- most people haven't. So when you know, um, um, I knew the name Reed Dragon, but I, I, you know, I just some things I hadn't got to look into. Yeah, but I knew Kyle O'Reilly. So when the group first got there, um, I had to I had to go back and look up Reed Dragon. Yeah, I had to look up some of the matches. I had to look up you know and see what they've done and stuff like that. Yeah, because I had loved Kyle O'Reilly before then, and I continued to love him when they were Undisputed Eric. Kyle O'Reilly is always um, one of the most charismatic guys in mm-hmm. the ring, in the promos, in the entrances. I was, I was literally just about to say, know, just look at his entrance. With the titles. That, I've never, you know, I think the last person I've seen do something like that with the title is mm-hmm. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. But Kyle O'Reilly does it even better. From the promos, the uh, from the promos, the look, the cares, the uh, 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 um, how charismatic he is, yeah. um, and I love his repertoire. I love, I yeah, love his, his moveset. Moveset is crazy. I love to see him do those face palms. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it, I like the, t- just, I like the uh, that tuck move that he does when he like rolls on the floor, grabs their leg, and 
his MMA his MMA style is very yeah, he, fun he has to watch. Great in-ring prowess about him. He is just he's not amazing at one thing. He's really good at a lot of things. At every yeah yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like he's a great high flyer or an amazing high flyer or an amazing technician an amazing brawler. He's just really great at a lot of things. He's great at all of them. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that mm-hmm. they're giving him a push right now. Um, and that's the kind of guy you want. Yeah, definitely. But it gives me the vibes that they don't really have many people to push right now in NXT. If you think about it, because Keith Lee's gone. Dijakovic mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Karrion Cross is out with injury. Mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa, you've seen him do it all. You've seen Johnny Gargano do it all. Uh, Damian Priest is the North American champion. Uh, Cameron Grimes, they're they're like pushing a little bit. They're trying to mold him. Yeah, he's not right at way. the plates yet, though. But he's he definitely is gonna get there. Um, what else was there? So I feel like this is the reason that he's getting the push. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I'm for it, and I absolutely love it. I love it. I just feel like this is the reason they're pushing him right now. Well, I, I do feel I do agree with you to a point. I do feel like um, it came down to a point where they wanted something new and they didn't know where to look, mm-hmm. and they saw Kyle O'Reilly. But honestly, and some, they knew we always did solid work. Yeah, like sometimes that's the best thing. Like you, like but, we don't know where to go. We're lost. Let's see what this guy does. Sometimes that produces the best things. But that's that's where I'm at with it. I feel like. Um, the reason they the reason they chose him out of um, everyone else they probably couldn't decide from is because um, maybe they sat back one day and realized his track record kind of like speaks we've for itself. been keeping Kyle O'Reilly in the tuck as as a tag team guy but Kyle O'Reilly is there's a reason is we, a solid single star yeah like there's a reason we looked at him before solid 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 single star I can dig that and with Bobby Fish hurt again. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could do the Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong thing again, but it's, Kyle O'Reilly, at, at some point, you gotta, you should tap show, into the fact yeah. that Kyle O'Reilly is Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, like show, let let the man showcase what he's about, mm-hmm. and he he is, he's great. Because I I feel like had they not brought in Fish and O'Reilly, mm-hmm. um, O'Reilly, and had they not decided on making Adam Cole head of the stable, mm-hmm. um. O'Reilly could have proved to have been a North American champion or possibly a world champion by now. Absolutely. O'Reilly's that good. Mm-hmm. And the people don't know it yet. But I think we're about to start getting those glimpses of, you know, this guy's a major well, contender. You, well, you figure he's a former ROH world champion, so mm-hmm. obviously he's had done something right in his exactly. career. And you look at the track record of ROH champions, and they all proved to be very, very good stars. I will say this, though, and this is something that I'm really excited to see. Since they're giving him this push right now, mm-hmm. I feel like there's no better person for him to start his singles push against than Finn Balor. I think him and Finn Balor are going to put on an amazing match just because their styles are somewhat the same. Mm-hmm. And they they can actually go move for move, give each other everything in the kitchen sink and mm-hmm. go to town. And I feel like that match is going to be it's going to be technical. Mm-hmm. It's going to be high flying. It's going to be submission. It's going to be a lot of submissions, brawling, mm-hmm. kicking. Good, strong style. Yeah, like they can do it all. It, it's like, it's going to feel like Finn in the ring with AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. 
someone you can really go with. Yeah, so and that's I like that. That's the thing about um, guys like um, guys like AJ, guys like Kyle O'Reilly, guys like uh, Zach Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, got you. Um, those are the guys that are they're unique. They they can be just as talented as, every, as everyone else. Yeah. But their execution is unique. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, Kyle with with a Kyle Finn match, you're gonna get um, good MMA style grappling. Yeah. So there's gonna be a lot of area to do some really good technical stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be different because the way Kyle does his technical is different from a Zack Saber Jr. Yeah. But a Zack Saber Jr. is difficult from is is more intricate than a regular technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. All their stuff is unique, even if it's the same kind of move. Yeah. So when you're in there with Finn, it's going to be something you've never seen before, even if it's some of the same moves. Yeah. So. Yeah, that know. has me excited. So I, I can't wait to see what's in store with these people because I kind of feel like it's going to be something. I feel like it's going to be magical. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're going to jump into WWE. Um Retribution somewhat revealed themselves in a way. I mean, you might as well say they did reveal themselves. Yeah, I mean, we all know who they are now. Yeah. Um, well, for the most part, like I think, I think the main five we know who they are. Uh, it's Dio Madden, Dominic Dijakovic, um, Mia Yim. Who was the other one? Uh, Mercedes Martinez. Sadly. And. Um, I don't know who the fifth one is, but I, everyone's saying that it's Shane Thorne. Yeah. So I'm just going to yeah. agree with everyone for the sake of argument that it's Shane Thorne. And those are the main five. Um, they came out and they said they're officially raw. They signed their contracts. Da, 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 and they got some goofy, 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 goofy ass names. <laughs> T-Bar, Mace... Slap, slap nuts, slap shot, whatever the hell. <laughs> slap Blaze, taser, razor, oh major. Like gosh. they just, they just went with the global gem purple I heard cobras. That, I heard that. Um, fucking, um, me am changed her name to what is it? Uh, uh, uh changed her name to retaliation or something like that. I, no, I, no, no. It was like. I forget what it was. It was something stupid with an R. So I think that she said, uh, going by trademarks, Mercedes Martinez is going to be retaliation. Oh, God. And Mia Yim is going to be some other long-ass $5 R-word name. Like, I don't really know. totally stupid. Why do they do this? Reckoning. 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 Cause I, Mia I, Yim I is just, reckoning. I just Mercedes Martinez is going to be pulled it up right now. retaliation. My question is, yo, did they not think that... I think we, this whole thing is fucking retarded. That's what it is. That's did they is. not re- like? Did they not think we weren't going to be able to tell that that's Mia Yim oh under that God. mask? Mia Yim couldn't even keep her fucking mask on. Like, what, what is this? What is Forget the mask. You see the hair. Who else has blue hair? Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, maybe Liv Morgan decided let's not put the blue on my tongue and let's put the blue in my hair. Like, dude, it's ridiculous. Like, we know. Why did they agree to this? I think the only person that kind of threw me off a little bit, and you're gonna laugh at me probably, is Dijakovic, and that's only because he cut his hair. He cut his hair, and I I don't like that he cut his hair. I really don't. I don't like that he's in a group. I don't like that uh, Mercedes Martinez is in the group. 
Why? Half of the people in Retribution, I don't like that they're in a group. Like, Mercedes Martinez was just getting a, a really good match against freaking like Mia Yim, Rhea I don't, Ripley. I don't want Mia Yim in a group. That's one. You don't want Mercedes Martinez in a group. No. That's two. I don't think either one of us wanted Dijakovic in the group. Hell no. Like, you're not the biggest Dijakovic so, fan. But he still had so much potential. Yeah, like, okay, so that's three right there. Who are the other two? Theo Madden, Shane Thorne. Leave them in retribution. Sure. Shane Thorne, you tried with him in how many different yeah, teams? Yeah, it just never worked. Yeah, like, what was he? He was with, um... He was with, uh... uh I know uh, he was in the Forgotten Sons. Mm. Right? No, 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 no. Um... I forget who was even in the Forgotten Sons. Well, see, that tells you right there. We can't think of what he did, so he's, he's better but off. He was in he was in TM six one. He was in a. That's what it was. Okay. What, are, what are they called? The Mighty. Yeah, we'll see. So before the other guy left, and I'm surprised the other guy left and Shane stayed. Like, why did Shane stay? Did you think you were getting a singles push? <laughs> Clearly, you're here because you were one of the top tag teams at a point. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm not even with it. I feel like like he should have been left. I don't know why he's here. Like, if you had nothing, so I to guess do, you should throw him in the group because what else are you gonna do? With if him? you had nothing to do with Mia Yim and uh, Dijakovic, put them together. Just don't put them in retribution. Right? Can we can we stop coming up with? idiotic and here's the thing that really makes me upset they have this whole group of other guys that are nameless it it, it looks like the dark order in that motherfucker it looks like I, a bootleg dark order i don't get like it. you got uh, five people at the top and then you got a bunch of minions mm-hmm. but there's no structure to them and their names are absolutely stupid like yeah, what like is this you got t-bar is you this got, a joke segment you got slap of the shot show? like what is it I'm going to steal your line again. This is what the hell we do in the COVID era. No, it's not. T-Bar, Blaze, Reckoning, Blazer, Taser, Major, like literally Global Gym, Purple Cobras came up with the name. This is an average Joe's dodgeball pitch right here. Kill it. Kill it dead. Kill it with fire. Seriously. Let's see if we can salvage... Uh, Burn it Dij- never go back. Let's salvage Dij- Dijakovic, Mercedes Martinez, and Mia Yim, and everybody else can just... Right to censor was better than this shit. Oh, my like, God. Right to censor. I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, my God. What is this? Like, what are these names? Someone this called whole the, thing is terrible. Someone call the good father, please. A stupid idea. Like... All right, so... It sucks. So, moving off of this dumpster fire into something golden... The Hurt Business, because mm-hmm. I love The Hurt Business right now. Business is good. It really is. I am literally, after this podcast, I'm probably going to order The Hurt Business shirt. Just I want a Hurt Business shirt. All right, I got to get I'm you one. I'm in The Hurt Business. Damn it, I got to get him one, too. I'm in The Hurt Business. No, but they really are. They've been doing great with what they're giving. MVP's mm-hmm. been knocking it out of the park. Absolutely. I love the fact that uh, when Retribution was attacking Keith Lee and uh, McIntyre, that no one else came out except for the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. And MVP was like, no, you guys stand back. I'm leading the charge. Let's go. Let's go whoop some ass. And they literally just took on Yeah, they all got of themselves Re- a piece, man. Yeah, like they was they was getting a little tagged up here and there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they were still in it. And you could tell they were still oh, in man, it. Oh, man, I loved it. That, I it, loved was a, it. it was a great thing for me to see because they're all, even though not all of them have a title, now, you can tell who's the more important people of the group. Yeah, yeah. But everyone has a part, and everyone is playing their part perfect. Mm-hmm. So, they're definitely something that's great for me to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, What else was there? I want to I wanna touch on McIntyre and Randy. 
and I just we're gonna keep this one short and simple. I just want to know what your prediction is on who walks out with the title at uh, Clash of Champions. McIntyre. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Yep. I f- I'm going the opposite way with you on that. I feel like it's been it's been long enough that uh, McIntyre's hold held the title, and I'm gonna go Randy. I I just want to see Randy tie the uh, tie the game. I like Randy. Holding another world title, I'm never against Randy being a champion. It's just you just think McIntyre's too hot right now. I don't think they're done with the Scottish Roman Reigns. Okay, you think they're gonna try and build up to something at a Survivor Series between him and Roman? I would do Survivor Series. I would do Survivor Series and have him lose it at the Rumble. Fuck. <laughs> now that you said that, I kind of want to backpedal on I my. Mean, going to Survivor Series. Yes, Randy versus Roman is cool, but You've seen Drew it versus Roman is like... It's better. Oh, okay. Same body structure, same type of champion, but, same techno-prisoners attitude. You got to remember, they always include NXT now. So are you going to have Roman versus Drew versus the Prince? I think they kill NXT this year. I'll be perfectly yeah, honest. I, yeah, but it's still... It's All th- the fire NXT had last year... It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It, it's still a thing, though. It's gone because Vince has taken all of them out of it. You're literally leaving Hunter to work with no one. He's going to work with all little guys. And I, I don't think for a second. That team is going to be made up of Finn Balor, uh, Ciampa, Gargano. Um, no, you got Damian Priest. Priest is going to get killed immediately. Because then, they always take out the super big guy first. And then who else is there? Who else is there, really? Grimes? Oh, fuck. Cameron Grimes. NXT. You're getting, you're getting all luchadors in that match. <laughs> all luchadors. Vince is going to take, take one look at that and be like, oh, no. Bye-bye. Losses. <laughs> all of them. Bring out the demon, please. <laughs> we need the demon to save us. There's no way NXT is winning this Survivor Series. They're getting demolished. Yeah, no, not at all. But, um... Besides that, though, yeah, I think I think he takes it. All right. Um, so, last topic of discussion because it was it was at one point an amazing feud for us. Mm-hmm. Ray and Seth. I guess they're throwing Buddy into the wheel now again. Uh, if you didn't see, they did the uh, Ray is not your father bit again. Yeah. Yeah. And this time they're using the daughter. And Ray said, Ali is naive. She doesn't know about our world. Wrong, wrong sentence to say. It was, it's the, I know what he was trying to say. Yeah, he I just said, said it the wrong way. It was the I right sentence. It, it was just worded the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah naive yeah, wasn't yeah, the right yeah, word yeah, yeah. to use. Yeah. Like, she doesn't understand what, what goes on in the world of wrestling. Would have been a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. But um, it kind of took me off the track a little bit because I... I predicted that uh, this was going to turn into a romance angle. Mm. It would have been a little weird, but I just thought, you know, Vince likes romance angles here and there. Yeah. Tries to make stuff reality television, so... Yeah, yeah. Here we go. And sure enough, it did become reality television again, because now they got a whole Jerry Springer segment going on. Um. So, uh, what was the pay-per-view that... What was the pay-per-view that they had... Um, the tag team match 
Uh, the one that just recently passed. Okay, that was the end of. <laughs> that was the end of the greatest feud of the COVID era. Let's just say that now. So mm-hmm. that anything here forth to so don't DM me like not the greatest feud now. Don't I don't want to hear it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it had its starting point and it should have had its ending point. And right now it just feels like it's being stretched. Right. I don't know why this it is feels their, like it. This is their spinoff TV show that won't work. Yeah, it feels like they're trying um, to stretch this to mania and it's not going to work. So I, I hope it results in Buddy Murphy fighting Seth Rollins at the end, but that, that's not, what I want. I'm not exactly like interested. you literally have Buddy looking like a bitch getting slapped every week. Like he got slapped three times and then let another grown man grip him up twice. Mm-hmm. Like dude, you get slapped once, you get slapped twice, you get slapped three times, then you get gripped up twice. Like not and not by your shirt or nothing. Like he whole face palmed you and said, "Little boy, listen." Mm-hmm. A grown man grabs your face and says, little boy, you're going to swing on him. I don't care if you're the biggest guy in the world or the smallest guy in the world. Somebody grips your face up and like that. And he's literally the last guy he has. Yeah. What uh, are you going to do when you lose Buddy Murphy? Like, it's over. Yeah, you got to find more disciples. Uh, go call Authors of Pain up and see if you can get them out of uh, <laughs> out of free agency. So, I mean, you know, hopefully it ends like we want it to end. Mm-hmm. But, yeah... Yeah, but who knows? I don't know where they're going at this point. Only time will tell. Um, but that's pretty much everything. Uh, oh, oh, uh, the last thing I want to speak on before we get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you wanted to talk um, about... Uh, the Samoan feud. Yeah, I, I did forget Jay about this. Uso, I'm sorry. I did Roman Reigns. The, the Chief, man. And this is probably the best thing going on, and I, for, I forgot about this it. Is, this is the new best feud going. Yep, Definitely. And the way that they built this within a month, and I feel like I've waited my whole life for it, is booking gold. Mm-hmm. And Roman has been absolutely perfect. Yeah. For this for this time that he's been back, every week he's been perfect. Yeah. Hasn't hasn't stumbled in the ring, hasn't stumbled over his words, hasn't made a misstep. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely perfect. It's been golden. And Jay Uso has been absolutely perfect as a dancing partner. Yes, he has. You know, from being naive the first three weeks into finally speaking what's in his heart this last week, like I like that. I've, I've it's that, the perfect. You know what I mean? Like it got better each week. Each week. Each week yes. it got better. It's like I feel like Paul Heyman himself is literally writing this whole thing out mm-hmm. and going okay we can't do this much this week next week we can add a little bit more to it mm-hmm. and then on the show right before the pay-per-view we can unload the kitchen sink and yes go like that's go a, all the way it, in it, it was perfect yeah like he's it's you know the we'll, we'll see if you make it mm-hmm. then it's like all right you made it but you didn't really make it yeah, and it's been... And he doesn't know he didn't really make it. Yeah. And then the week after that, it's, you know what I mean? Like, the, the look behind his back, and mm-hmm. it's like, he doesn't know. And then the last week, it's like, all right, I know now, you better tell me what's up. Mm-hmm. And then he gives him the hard truth, and Jay is like, you know, he looks defeated for a second there. Roman gives him the whole, like, you, you know, you, you don't know what this is. Yeah, like, I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. You're going to take this payday. You're going to get this ass whooping. 
and we gonna be eating right. It's all love at the end of the day, but and I like I like Jay's whole thing. Like you know, he's silent for a second. Mm-hmm. He's naive for a few weeks, and then he's like, you know what? We ain't little boys no more. Like we we you grow could we be, grow I, men I, now. I like his whole point though. Mm-hmm. Is you it, could it, be wrong. It feels relatable. Like exactly. in a way, it feels relatable. Exactly. And not often in wrestling can they make something feel as relatable as this because I'm pretty sure everyone's had that mm-hmm. that older brother or that you know that older mm-hmm. cousin that you guys have had the same type of rivalry that you know mm-hmm. he's older than you he's bigger than you and then he's achieved more why yeah, can't you be and like, then and then you, you know? guys are like you know you become grown ass men and they start talking about stuff like that mm-hmm. alright yeah we was kids at one point but we're grown now so yeah we yeah. gonna get it in. When you get to a point where you feel like you might be just as good as them, finally, mm-hmm. absolutely, and you guys might have that, you know. I I just I just like his point. Like, you know, what if you're wrong? Yeah. What if it's not you? And they they actually. What if I can do it too? Yeah. You know what I mean? They did a good job in making making people believe in Jay. Yeah. Because not a lot of people see him I'm as sold, a, man. yeah. Not a lot I of people see him as a, as a single star. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I still feel like he's gonna lose. I feel like it's a, it's a, yeah, I feel like it's a very, very small chance of him winning. But I do, I, I've loved this rivalry. Yeah, it's one of those things that you don't see him winning. It's not how you would book it. Mm-hmm. But if he does win, you're not gonna be upset at all. Yeah, like I'm gonna the, be astonished. I'm like gonna be jumping out of my seat. There's man. very few people we can say that about that if they win a world title, even though we don't predict them to win, we ain't gonna be upset about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, matter of fact, gender. When Gender Mahal was in his uh, world title push, we didn't predict him to win, and when he won, we were pissed. Yeah. But then you have like you had other ones. You had um. Let's see. You had Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, the triple threat. Mm-hmm. You didn't see them. You didn't see him winning at first, but then you got happy when he won. Like you would be. You wouldn't be mad if he won. Right, exactly. Miz is, Miz is an even better one. You wouldn't book him to win. But Not if at he, all. But if he did win, it's still you wouldn't Miz. be mad. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about when he, when he won his first won world title. Like, you yeah. didn't book him to win it, but you weren't mad. No, no, no. At that point, he had, you had kind of earned it. He had kind of earned it. You yeah. wanted to see what he was going to do. He definitely did bust his ass, and yeah. I feel like Jay's doing that right now, too. He's busting his ass while his brother's out. Yeah, and I was I was saying this to somebody after I watched the promo from the Go Home, and I was like, as much as I want to compliment Roman, um, I have to say for Jay, like, um, they booked this so perfectly mm-hmm. that it feels like kind of wasted on Clash of Champions. Yeah. Had they given this uh, another month or two, you could have taken this from the Rumble to WrestleMania. Yeah, you could have you went great with it. You could have had Jay win the Rumble and did this same feud mm-hmm. up until WrestleMania. Yeah. If you built it the same way you built this this whole month, yeah, I, I would have been sold that this is a WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like... It, ha- it I, like has I said, those it, vibes it's to feel, it. It feels like I've been waiting for it my whole life, mm-hmm. but I never even thought about it until a month ago. Yeah. But that's the last thing I want to talk about. Um... I think we've come to the end of the road here. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to get started on the shout-outs. Uh, I'm going to shout-out the... Uh, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah. I was going to shout-out the Facebook group, 
they've always been showing us some love, man. So I got to return the love. If you're a fan of football and you like trash talking and all that, definitely go check out NFL Trash Talk 2020 on Facebook. They got a lot of merch up there. They got fantasy football gurus. It's a trash talking environment, but it's still a great football environment to be a part of. So if you like football and you like trash talking, definitely go check them out. NFL Trash Talk 2020. Um, um, you want to shout out our other people as well? Yeah, shout out to the uh, Proper Popper. Shout out to Sim1. Shout out to JLH. Uh, Stop and Funko, JLH. Shout out to D the Toy Hunter. Mm-hmm. I think he just hit, what, 800 uh, yeah, subs? Yeah, D just got up there. He's he's definitely uh, he's climbing the ladder as far as subs go. Um, and I'm going to shout out my boy Reckless Pops as well. Absolutely. Just hit, a, just hit 1,000 subs recently, so go check out Reckless Pops on YouTube. Go check out The Proper Popper, Sim1, Stop and Funko with JLH, and D the Toy Hunter as well. All right, guys. I think that's everything. And last but not least, man, stay stay dangerous. dangerous.